Community Players Podcast Standby. Places, please. Hosts and guests, places, please. House lights, go. Curtain, go. Podcast, go. Welcome to Places, Please, a podcast produced by Community Players Theatre in Beatrice, Nebraska. I'm Jamie Ulmer, Managing Artistic Director at the Theatre, and this is Season 2, Episode 6 for our staged reading of Stuart Little. This show is part of a trio of shows we're currently producing in a series that we are calling Readers Theater. Each of these shows has one in-person performance in front of a live studio audience, which is filmed and then made available for on-demand streaming the following week. This series also takes a place of what would have been our February-March regular season production. That means if you have a season ticket, you can use the punches on your ticket to attend or stream any of the three shows in this series. Coming up in Act 2, we talk to the show's director, our most frequent podcast guest and CP Associate Artistic Director, Tyler Rini. And while this is a shorter episode of the podcast, it kind of makes sense considering the pint-sized main character in the show. So now, Act 1. Stuart Little is adapted by Joseph Robinette from the children's book by E.B. White. The story follows the adventures of Stuart Little, who is a boy in an ordinary family, only he's a mouse. The show takes audiences on many of the adventures Stuart encounters in White's novel. Stuart Little was the first children's book by the author and was published in 1945. White says he got the idea for the book in 1926 when he was sleeping on a train. He says he had a dream about a boy who acted like a rat. He went on to write up a few stories about the character and then share them with his family. He was encouraged by his wife to keep with the stories and eventually led to them getting published. Critical reception for the book was mixed, but it would go on to become a classic that is used in many classrooms alongside his other book, Charlotte's Web. The cast of seven are students in grades five through eight, same age range as our Acting Up After School program. When we were putting together this series, we wanted to include a show for young performers and families, in addition to shows for adults. This script is a perfect fit, and plays into the uh, subconscious animal theme that we've got going with this series. You see, The Last Romance had a dog in it, or not a real dog, but you know, there was a dog that was a central part of the show. This show um, you know, has a mouse, Mr. Little, um, and the final show, Twelve Incompetent Jurors, um, is dealing with a literal cat burglar. This is the first time CP has produced an adaptation of Stuart Little. The show runs approximately 70 minutes, and there is no intermission. The show is rated a 1 on our production rating scale. That means it is for all audiences, or the equivalent of a G-rated movie. That brings down the curtain for Act 1. Stand by for Act 2. And we are now here in the fabulous CP Podcast Studios um, with uh, with Tyler Rini, who is going to get his card punched for uh, frequent guest appearances. You'll get a free footlong sub um, after one more uh, one more appearance. Welcome to the podcast. That is the best bonus I've ever gotten for directing a show. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> we like to look after our people. Um, <laughs> So anyway, Tyler, thank you for joining us here again on the podcast. Um, so for those of 
people who don't know, why don't you tell us a little bit about the story of Stuart Little? Yeah, so it is based on the classic children's book by E.B. White, who also wrote Charlotte's Web, which I'm sure a lot of listeners are familiar with. And it is all about the Little family, uh, specifically about Stuart Little, uh, who they're a, your typical New York family, except for Stuart is a mouse. His parents and his brother are humans, but he is a little mouse. But that is, you know, normally I would think a New York family would be rats. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <you> know, <laughs> like pizza rat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, we are recording close to lunch. Jamie's already mentioned Subway and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh. I guess, I guess I'm hungry. I shouldn't have skipped breakfast. <laughs> uh, but he goes on all kinds of adventures, both in New York and across the United States. He encounters the family cat. He goes sailing. He has a bird friend and he drives a car across the United States and he even has a chance uh, to come in as a substitute uh, teacher at a school. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I, I'll admit, I actually don't think I ever read Stuart Little as a kid. Um, I know I read um, Charlotte's Web, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I don't think I ever read Stuart Little. I don't believe I did either. I know I saw the movie that came out in like the early 2000s, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have like Nathan Lane in it? Or, yeah, yeah. I, I think so, yeah. he was. The, I think he was the voice of the cat, perhaps. Oh, could be. If I remember, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, the the cast, speaking of, of casts um, <laughs> from previous incarnations of this story, um, the cast of our production um, is all young actors. Um, how does this show compare to like our Acting Up program? Yeah, so it's the same age range as Acting Up, which is grades 5 through 8. And it has a lot of familiar faces from that program also involved in this one, but also a couple new kids as well in the cast of 7. Cool, cool. Um, so what have been some of the differences between directing a staged reading versus a full production? Well, this one in particular, it was a much smaller cast than I'm used to having for acting up. Uh, seven is the smallest uh, kids cast I've ever directed. Uh, usually I have in the mid-20s to the mid-60s uh, with the kids. So that's been kind of nice to focus in with the kids and let them play a lot of different roles in this one. Right. And it cut down on the cheese budget. <laughs> exactly. Uh, There's your third I know. I, that's why I said it. I was like, eh, rules of three. <laughs> waka waka. Uh, I've been watching the Muppet Show. <laughs> yeah, you need to go eat lunch and watch the Muppets. I yeah, <laughs> uh, but also with the stage reading, especially uh, sometimes one of the biggest challenges of a kids' show, believe it or not, sometimes are the outlandish props and set dressing, just because they do take place in these fantastic world sometimes and i just came up here from working on my uh lighting cue list and sound cue list and reading through the stage direction <laughs> again i go oh man i'm glad i didn't have to make like an eight foot newspaper <laughs> and all this uh, rolled up newspaper that Stuart ends up in and all the uh, a big trash can he can go into and right. stuff so that was one of the reasons that had actually kept me from producing a full version of this show before i've read it a couple of years ago and said boy this is such a cute fun little show but there are some difficult things to actually stage so this was a great opportunity to bring this to our stage and uh, kind of leave it up to our actors and our viewers to create the scenes themselves yeah um, what has the uh, rehearsal process been like for this production? Um, we've been rehearsing. We started off rehearsing on Zoom since it is just a reading. We started off with that. And then the kids have been in here uh, for a full week. And uh, it's been really fun to not really have to worry about anything except the um, vocal performances uh, mm-hmm. and the 
physical performances too, of course, uh, but uh, not having to worry about blocking or even that much line memorization since the kids still have their uh, scripts on stage with them. Of course, they're not going to be up there just reading. Right, right. Um, but uh, it's been nice to just really focus in on the performances and that be the key thing that we're looking at here. Yeah, yeah. Now, this this reading, um, the kids have had a few more performance uh, rehearsals than uh, the adult readers theater productions, correct? Right. Uh, just because the kids do have a little bit... Uh, they're better when they're memorized. Uh, right. And so I wanted to make sure that they were closer to being memorized with these scripts rather than just reading and maybe stumbling over some words or just relying on their scripts a little too much. Even at this point, which is we're recording early in our quote unquote tech week, right. <laughs> uh, they're already doing a great job with being again, quote unquote, quote off book. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> cool. What uh, are there particular moments of the show, which uh, stand out for you? Uh, yeah, there's a really exciting miniature sailboat race that they take place in uh, with Stuart actually riding the sailboat himself Um, and then there's also a really funny conversation that Stuart has with a dental patient who is in the middle of dental work being done (laughs) (laughs) so actually Tandon Pavin does a really good job of playing that person who is uh, currently getting uh, dental work done and delivering that in the way that it would sound if you're trying to get directions from a dental patient so that's really (laughs) funny Um, and then Stuart has some very interesting teaching methods, I'll say. That's how the show kind of concludes. And uh, probably wouldn't be how I'd approach a classroom, but uh, definitely some interesting teaching methods from Stuart Little. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, a mouse mouse teacher. uh, Yeah. (laughs) um, You know, you've you've kind of talked about some of the performances. Um, What are the... uh, Any of the kids' performances really kind of uh, coming to the forefront? Yeah. uh, that is like, oh, wow, that was a neat discovery from a particular uh, uh, cast member. Yeah, I mentioned Tandon already with the uh, the dental patient, and uh, Jonah Erickson is doing a great job playing Stuart Little. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives him a lot of personality, but uh, he's a very thoughtful character and a very thoughtful kid as well, so it's a nice uh, a connection between those two, and the character and the actor. Um, and, of course, uh, we have some standbys like Callan Barons, who's doing – he's he plays a lot of different roles throughout, and he He's using a lot of different voices throughout as well. So he's really differentiating those characters with the voices and some small uh, costumes, uh, hats and stuff that we that Missy Erickson uh, Marlette has pulled for us uh, to, again, make sure that the audience is clear what's going on. The kids get a chance to play a lot of different characters as well in this show, right? Yes, absolutely. I think uh, the minimum, besides Stuart, uh, Jonah only plays Stuart, but all the other kids have like four to seven different roles in the show. Mm-hmm. And so does it, it gives them an opportunity to do a lot of different things, right? Yeah, and I really think we do some shows like that, um, and I think the kids always look forward to them because it does give them a chance to uh, get, get a little variety to their performance with different uh, accent, not necessarily accents, but different mannerisms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so I think they've really enjoyed doing that, and uh, they take turns being the narrator. Um, and yeah, so I think it's been a lot of fun for them to do that. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add about uh, this uh, reading at this time? Um, honestly, it's just a sweet, funny little show um, that I think anybody is going to enjoy, whether you've uh, read the book or not. Like Jamie and I, we have not read the book, yeah. uh, but uh, I've been enjoying directing it. And I think audiences will really like it as well. But then this is also um, you know, the first time that we've done a, a staged reading with kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's been kind of an interesting process to go through and uh, have the kids. Here's a question that, I, that I'm legitimately interested in. Um, not that I wasn't legitimately interested <laughs> in all the other questions. But um, 
how have the kids felt about this process um, and, and this style of theater? Honestly, I haven't seen a big difference in the way that they've approached it. I think they I've still noticed them having a lot of fun with it. I don't think they've been missing not having the staging, but I think they've really enjoyed just being again, like I said, to focus in on these characters that they're playing and not be like, oh no, off book is in three weeks and I'm not no, I don't know if I'm gonna get there. So I think this readers theater, not just for the kids, but for adults as well, it really offers that opportunity to have fun on stage without that added pressure of uh, possibly of having to memorize if you're afraid of that yeah yeah and it also from a from an acting standpoint i think it would uh lend a lot more to utilizing your voice um and uh just really exploring more character choices when you don't have to worry about the 20 other things definitely and you don't have those certain things to rely on either that your your blocking doesn't get to help you out with creating this character it really right. is just creating it vocally i think well, Tyler, thank you uh, for joining me here in the podcast studio. Um, and uh, are you going to go grab me lunch now? <laughs> I was going to say, yep, let's go get lunch now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the curtain call. This podcast is a production of Community Players Theater in downtown Beatrice, Nebraska. Our production of Stuart Little will have just one in-person performance on Friday, March 2nd, with limited in-person seating. This show will be made available for on-demand streaming March 12th through the 14th. Tickets for either the live performance or streaming are available through the box office or on our website. Our final show in this special series, 12 Incompetent Jurors, will take place on March 26th. We are taking an extra week before bringing you the final uh, show in this series as we are bringing you our annual variety show cabaret fundraiser on March 20th. That concert will be available to see live in person and assuming I can figure out all the technology, we will also be live streaming it on a pay-per-view uh, as well because, you know, who needs sleep? I'm Jamie Ulmer. This has been Places, Please, and we will see you at the theater. Curtain in, house lights up. Thank you, podcast. Make sure to reset your props and hang up your costumes. 